five former Prime Ministers of Vanuatu and the incumbent are lining up to contest the election on October 13th. They are Saj Vo'o and Santo, Charlotte Salwai and Amlini on Pentecost, Sato Kilman on Malikula, and Joe Natuman and the outgoing Prime Minister Bob Lofman on Tana. Don Wiseman spoke with Associate Professor at the Griffith Asia Institute, Tess Newton-Kane, and began by asking what drives these former leaders to carry on seeking a parliament seat. Well, I mean, I think that's an interesting question. And I think one of the reasons, and, um, you know, a few, a couple of years ago, my then colleagues, Dan McGarry and Kiria Manasa, wrote a piece on this. And one of the things that they noted is that in Vanuatu, as in other small countries, we don't really have much to offer our leaders beyond politics. So, you know, we have one president, so they could go down that route. We have a very small number of ambassadors that you might offer senior people back to. So there's no real incentive for them to move out of the, of those leadership spaces because there isn't really anything for that kind of like in that kind of like senior statesman roles. I think that's one of the reasons that that keeps them where they are. Obviously, there's a financial reason to stay. It's a good salary with allowances for travel and housing and all of those things. And it would be a bit strange if people wanted to give those up. But we do see people hanging on for a long time. And often we see one of the reasons we've had previously so many parties is because of a reluctance to cede leadership of parties to younger people or the next generation coming through. And so that causes people to go off and set up new parties or if they can't manage the leadership pipeline very well. So it, but it does lead to this sense of this kind of almost this recycling of people that have been there before. That's not, not necessarily a bad thing. You know, I mean, I think I was talking with a colleague from Vanuatu recently and he said that he was concerned that there was a bit of a push from the young Turks, if you like, to do away with the older generation and, and that meant that they were losing a lot of wisdom and a lot of experience that the younger generation doesn't necessarily have. So I think it's kind of a, you know, it has its pros and its cons. They could lose these young Turks, though, couldn't they? There have been a number who have been trying to push through uh, over the last 10 or 15 years and, and haven't got there yet. They may just run out of enthusiasm. Well, that's right. And I guess, you know, I think that that's always the possibility. We've seen a bit of a movement over the last little while of people who had well-established careers in the public service and that they've then moved into politics. What we're seeing this time, I've seen a couple of people that are standing that are coming out of the private sector. So they're stepping away from business interests and looking at politics. For some people in Vanuatu, and I see this particularly among my friends that are kind of maybe just a little bit younger than me, so sort of mid-40s, middle to late 40s to middle to late 50s, there is almost like an expectation that going into politics will be part of what they do, whether, you know, that kind of is, is always on the cards and it's a case of when they do it. So that always seems to be something that's in contemplation for them. What would you be hoping to see emerge from this new parliament? Uh, I was reminded by somebody that last time we had snap elections, which I think was 2016, we then went on to have a parliament that sat for the full term with one prime minister. I think that was Charlotte Salwai. So, you know, it may be that this will, you know, my hope would be that this snap election will provide for a reset of that site that then allows for a period of stability 
and that allows for you know government to really either put in place policies or even just keep in, keep going with policies. You know, Vanuatu is still very much in the emerging stages of coming out of the the impacts of the COVID pandemic, and there are some really significant economic straight you know economic stresses that they're needing to deal with. I would also hope to see that we would have some women in the parliament. As you know, as things currently stand, there haven't been women in this parliament that's just come to an end. That's not looking particularly hopeful at this stage. I've seen one woman nominated. And I think that the snap elections, the fact that it's snap elections, has possibly caused an impediment there. I think there were a few women that were possibly thinking, oh, yes, 2024, I can see that. I can put in place a pathway to be in the right place when 2024 comes. And then, of course, now it's not 2024. Everything's been thrown up in the air to an extent. And so those people that were on a pathway for 2024 may feel that they're not ready at this stage. And I think that will have a particular impact on some of the women that were maybe planning on standing. So I would love to see that there would be women in the next parliament, but it's not something that I'm feeling particularly hopeful about at this stage. 